Dungeons and Doodles presents Roll for Initiation. Last time we left off, the party had just been fully initiated into the Order of the Eternal Queen after participating in a simulation of a mission completed in the past. Now, we open up to the day afterwards, picking up as the members of this new party are taking the time to celebrate before heading back to the Order's campus for orientation that afternoon. So, as I just said, um, you have the morning to yourselves uh, from whenever it is that you wake up to around 2 p.m.-ish to kind of hang out, do whatever it is that you want to be doing that morning, exploring the city of Helion, uh, and getting a little celebration in before you're due back for orientation that afternoon. Um, so we're going to go around the table and see what everybody else is doing. And um, as you go through and say these things, I will give a brief description of the shop or the thing that you're doing, if applicable. And uh, then maybe we'll do a little bit of role-playing, and uh, I guess we'll, we'll go ahead and, and open it up to everybody. Um, now, I don't know how we want to figure out who's going first. I could either roll on a d6, uh, or you guys, somebody could just volunteer to go first. You might want to do the d6, I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> you just okay. ask a bunch of introverts. Who would like to go first? <laughs> which, which, uh, which file or document has the uh, the shops on it again? Uh, City of Helion Player Guide. Oh, okay. This is this is why I asked everybody to pick out what they were doing before we recorded. But. I, I had that before the fifteenth. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll roll a d6, and we'll, that'll be how we decide who goes first. Who's who, though? I have everybody on a list. I knew this oh. was probably going to be a problem. She <laughs> um, <laughs> planned ahead. I have that in my notes for this session. Uh, so, uh, Iramil, how about you go first? <laughs> of course it's me going first. <laughs> Well, well, Aramil's main reason is to be here in, in the in the I can't talk. All right, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, Aramil's main reason to be here is for his research purposes, so he'd want to try and find and find a source or so learning like a library or just a place where he can go to go to do some more or reading. Uh okay. I am very sorry. Interesting dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, 
So, um, as of right now, until orientation has happened, there uh, probably isn't going to be a lot of opportunity to do any research with the order. But there are a couple of bookstores uh, in town. There's Tell Another Tale, uh, and then The Spined Mine. Hmm. Uh, let's go to the spine line. Okay, great. <laughs> so, uh, for audience purposes, the spine mine is a kind of gimmicky looking bookstore. Uh, looks like the inside of an actual, like, mine. Um, it... The best way to describe it, it looks like the kind of place you'd find as part of an interactive exhibit at a children's museum. It's mm -hmm. uh, very like fake and weird, um, but they have a they have a pretty good selection. <laughs> Depends on what you're looking for, though, of course. All right. It's so. Ermel's gonna see if he can find anything relating to uh, uh, the uh, hierarchy of the Unsealy Court. It's pretty specific form of research, but uh, any anything he can find regarding the Unsealy Court. Okay. Um, go ahead and have you make an investigation check. To see if you can find anything among the weird fake rock shelves. <laughs> okay, I've got a 14. Um, okay. So, I would say that uh, you're not going to find anything that's like super in-depth, but they do have, it's like basic, basic books about like folklore, um, you know, like the big book of Egyptology that you would check mm. out in the library just again. It's kind of like that, where it's it's very like very simple. It's nothing too in detail. You have a feeling you'd probably have to go to a, a different, uh, like a better institution for this kind of information. But there is um, there is a, a little bit of info ab about it in there. And he'll, he'll quickly read through it, make a few notes in his book. Okay. And probably just put it back. Okay. okay. <laughs> and the, the shopkeeper just watches you walk in, take a book off the shelf, look through it, take notes, and then watches you walk out. <laughs> Kind of not very happy that you didn't buy the book. Instead, you just took notes about it. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't say anything. He's just standing there. What? Just like buy a book for whole, for only getting needing two pages of it. <laughs> this is like gruff, like dwarven man, just kind of watching you walk out the door. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there anything else uh, that? After that morning into uh, mid-afternoon that you want to do or anywhere you want to go during that time? Hmm. 
probably you know, just just go back to the tavern he's staying at to uh, look look over or this new bit of information, see how it compares to his other notes. Okay. So, uh, is that it? Can we move on to the next yep. person? Alright. Should I roll again? Or... <laughs> you should probably just roll for everyone. <laughs> okay. Heck yeah. Like chance. <laughs> RNG, let's go. <laughs> I rolled your again. <laughs> Alright, what do you want to do role now? Play more. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Okay, Adam. Oh. Uh, what it is that you? What is it that you're doing uh, today? Well, first celebrate. Adam's, I think, gonna head over to the Black Siren. Okay. So, uh, for the audience's sake, the Black Siren is a brothel in the Red Light District, uh, which embraces kind of the full anonymity of. Uh, of what they do there. Uh, the patrons and the people that work there also all wear masks to kind of hide their identities, to keep everything anonymous between everyone there. Uh, so, Adam, what are you doing to conceal your identity uh, <laughs> as you well, enter into the brothel? <laughs> I have disguised self, so I'll just... I'll just okay. turn myself into sort of a, a lean, muscular... Uh, like darker skinned elf with like dark red hair. Okay. And uh, what are you doing at the Black Siren <laughs> this uh, afternoon? I'm I'm looking who's like the head honcho? Like that's like one of the, you know more escorts, I guess. <laughs> to put it more nicely. This is going to be the best NPC that I ever generate. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, their name is Anastas Darkdraft, and I can go ahead and send a spelling for that. Um, and we'll go ahead and say that's, uh, that's a fake name that they give that's their bedroom name. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Ooh, it's so it, it, it looks like it came from a fantasy name generator, which is, you know, perfect. <laughs> it's literally a site called npcgenerator.com. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh. So like how does it work? Do I pay by the hour? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, I don't know why I didn't think of this, but I don't have any prices set up. Pay by the pound. You should have known with Adam. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's say I'm trying to decide if this is a a steep price or if it's gonna be kind of crappy because it's the red light district. Mm. Um, you know what? We'll go steep. Uh, let's say nine silver. Okay. Sure. Uh, for for the hour. Okay. Uh, 
Adams, you know, goes up, does the payment. I don't know how that works. <laughs> fantasy credit card. <laughs> you know. Yeah, fantasy credit card, totally. <laughs> um, and uh, sits down with uh, Anastas and is like, oh god, I don't even know how to start. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, first, uh, how about first we're gonna talk, okay? <laughs> so don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> um. uh. God, <laughs> I'm trying to get into character. <laughs> uh. Before we begin, Anastas, uh, I'd like to have a little sit down and chat, maybe a drink together, if that's what you like, but, uh, I wanted to know what you know about the city. You are the sort of people I would prefer that seem to know the secrets, uh, things that are out there, you know. But when I come to a city, I, I like to know what's going on. So, uh, is there anything uh, you might perhaps tell me? <clears throat> now it's my turn to get in character. Yes. Oh, darling, I would love a drink. Um, as for the secrets of the city... Hmm... Not much to tell, really. Really? Uh, I would think such a big city would have things going on people don't want to know about. What about uh, this thing, the Eternal Queen? What, have you heard any rumors about them? Oh. Some not so savory things Don't tell well there are rumors that um, a darker element exists underneath the surface but it's just a rumor hmm. well Really interesting. Well, I guess why don't we finish our drinks and we'll, uh, you know, <laughs> and then fade to black. Fade to black. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, as Adam, do I know that there's like a darker part already, or is that just <laughs> not to my knowledge yet? Uh. Yeah, it's a little bit of the information that you already know about. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping there would be something fun, but that's okay. Alright, so they down their uh, whiskey? I don't know. Uh, I was thinking and, like champagne uh, or something. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure, whatever. Um, and then we uh, fade to black on a fun afternoon yeah. for our friend Adam. Yeah. <laughs>
Alright, so is that it? Yeah, probably just or... after go swing by a tavern, drink some more, maybe sketch some random people. Just till the time comes that I head over. Okay. So I guess I'll roll uh, our next person. I rolled Adam again. <laughs> I like the consistency. And there's Ira Milligan. Ira Milligan. <laughs> Adam again. <laughs> is your dice like is your dice like weighted or something? No. <laughs> Finally, I got someone new. Uh, Broly, why don't you go ahead and tell us about your uh, morning into late afternoon? Yeah. So, originally, the plan was uh, Broly and Bruce were going to go to the Karen. Or Karen? Oh, Karen? <laughs> the Karen. <laughs> the Karen. Please. But uh, they got distracted by some shiny looking signs. And it was the Tent of Truth. Ooh. Oh, okay. The magic shop. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what are you doing at the Tent of Truth? Well, I, I want to get my fortune read. Oh, good, because <laughs> I totally came up for, with a system for that. <laughs> I wanted the magic sword. That's, I was being... <laughs> I want my fortune read. I was being sarcastic about the fortune telling system. I don't have a system set up oh. for it. <laughs> oh. uh, I wanted to look around. <laughs> okay. We're browsing. And Bruce is here. Don't forget that. Oh, oh and Bruce is here. Cool. Bowl in a china shop. Yeah. <laughs> that was the plan. <laughs> for the Karen, at oh, least. No. Okay, is there anything you're looking for specifically at this magic shop? Or are you just browsing around? Because it's, it's just some basic, like, there's potions, there's... Um, potions? There's a whole apothecary like, potion shop for that, too. Um, there's just so much to do? <laughs> uh, they have, uh, a, like, materials for casting... Um, and a bunch of other stuff at the magic shop. So no fortune? <laughs> <laughs> there is someone that works there that tells fortunes. Huh? But, um... Out to lunch. Out to lunch. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're, well, hey. they're on their lunch break until I can come up with a system for that. I'm sorry, Bruce. <laughs> I, I completely sit. forgot. It slipped, it slipped my mind. I'm sorry, Bruce. Maybe we should t go to our original plan of the Karen. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. It's got a cool name. So, But you people. So Bru you people. Bruce and Broly head over to uh, the Karn. The Kern. Karn. 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 Karen. 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 Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> we didn't coordinate so, it. But uh, is it alright if I join you two there? Sure. Sure, why not? We, we met you halfway. We just kind of <laughs> meet there, you know, yeah. Mm. Same all ideas. Right, so for the audience's sake, the Kern is a kind of a collective marketplace. 
set in a repurposed stonework building, um, and uh, it has a, a handful of vendors that sell uh, different goods depending on who's at that particular part of the building. Uh, some handmade goods, some imported. Um, there's also a like little food stall that sells like fried meat pies and drinks and stuff. It's kind of like a strip mall kind of situation. And it's uh it's expensive there. By wait, the way, wait, how expensive? <laughs> like if is it the if I have to ask, it's too expensive kind of thing. <laughs> Um, maybe. I mean, Broly's pretty rich. <laughs> 145 gold? What? <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is everyone's alignment in the little group that's going here? I'm not doing anything that, that bad. That question is never Not good. doing anything <laughs> bad, just wondering how good people are. It's yeah, um, sure. chaotic neutral. Ah, perfect. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really neutral good, so Have we... I'd rather not do bad things, but you know. Wait, what was it? <laughs> neutral neutral good? I'm just neutral. Mm -hmm. so, or Broly's just neutral, <laughs> yeah. So we all kind of like fit each other. So, yeah, yeah. There's like all a neutral, but there's a yin and yang going on triangle. here, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> balance. Yeah. I am the. Uh... Aramil's also neutral. Good. Well, have we already walked in? Uh, if you want to have, that's not my decision. Oh. I, yeah, we walked in. All of us. All three. Yeah, we're all right. <laughs> okay. All three at the same time. Uh, yeah, we tried to fit through the door. <laughs> Get stuck. <laughs> uh, how attentive does the shopkeeper look? Okay, I'm going to just let you know this right know. now. Oh my God. There are, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six different people who work here. This could be harder than I thought. And it's like... <laughs> The, the building is kind of in like a U shape, and there are a couple of people on one side, a couple of people in front of you, and a couple of people on the side, the other side. So they all have different little like stalls, but they all work in the same building. So who would be the owner? <laughs> they all own what? it as a collective. Oh. They all have different departments. There's a clothing department, a weapons department, uh, an adventurer's department, which sells adventurer supplies, housewares department, produce department, and then there's the food stall. Fantasy. And each department is run by a different person. Fantasy Target. Hmm. Yep. I like it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mall. <laughs> well, let's head on over to the adventuring area. <laughs> I've never shopped before in D&D, uh, &D, so I kind of, like, I don't know how it works. That's right. This is... <laughs> you never did it with us yeah. before. <laughs> okay, so in terms of adventures supplies, um, this is... It's not, like, a huge, like, section. Um, it's, um, it's, uh, it's nothing too fancy. Uh, in terms of 
the amount of stuff they have. It's basic stuff, uh, different armors, uh, some like simple weapons, and some uh, like backpacks and bedrolls and rations and uh, and all that stuff. Do you all keep track of rations, or is that just kind of like fun? Um, we haven't had a chance in this campaign to think about it. All right. Uh, I don't see anything I want. Do you all see anything you all want? No, I'm mostly just here to, to get out. Kind of same, honestly. The original plan kind of <laughs> fell through, so I'm just kind of... Hanging out now. Browsing. Uh, I'm gonna look in a, another aisle for some vials. For just empty bottles. Okay. So, the expensive price for that is two gold pieces. <laughs> uh, for each one. <laughs> Hmm. So how many how many vials are you getting, if any? You know, I'm gonna look intently at it. You know, give a nice inspection. You know, look at it, and then like uh -huh. very carefully put it back on the shelf. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> and kind of looking at this vial, it's kind of like it's very simple, but you could tell there's a lot of craftsmanship put into it. That this is probably one of the handmade goods that this person sells. Oh. Is a handmade, like, hand glass blown vial that they have setting out. So, a breakable thing in a shop now with a bull man in it. <laughs> Wait, is that racist? No. <laughs> Put some socks over my horns or something. <laughs> Maybe. Um. <laughs> well, my. I love the silence before you. <laughs> <laughs> well, my original plan being a little fumbled. Uh, Broly's feeling a little dejected and asks uh, Bruce and uh, I forget your character's name. It's the other B, Bella? B Bella? name. Bella. Yeah, it's the three uh, B's. Oh wow! Okay, I like this now. <laughs> <laughs> the trio the B squad wants to head back to the uh, what do you call the place where you get drinks in fantasy world? The tavern. The tavern. <laughs> the tavern. B squad Just to get some drinks, something affordable. Yeah, that's fine with me. That's yeah, fine. This place. Okay. The last B agree. So. Uh, well, I was a little hoping on getting some. Yeah, you know, like. Uh, oh, we can wait. Vials to put potions. In it may try and make potions. Yeah, we'll. Yeah, you know, but we can we can go to we'll the. We'll wait for you. you. Finish your shopping, and we'll head on to the bar. Uh, well, th th this isn't. Uh, I don't really have uh, the kind of money this place demands. Oh, we, we can okay. head to somewhere a little more affordable if you want. So the two like, there are three cheaper places besides this one. There's. Lazy Cats, which I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil what that looks like. There's a place called the Fleetfoot Market, 
Um, you'll have to do a little bit of looking around for this one because they move every week. Um, <laughs> and then there's uh, the there's Odo's Emporium, which is like a pawn shop. <laughs> Find some used vials. <laughs> That's that safe. Here, drink this healing <laughs> potion I made. It's just brown. Yeah. So, do all our characters like have a, like, a map or like an understanding of the layout of town? I haven't made one, so okay. no. So how would we know where to go? Intuition. intuition. Let our intuition guide us. Well, in terms of players, y'all don't have a map. But in terms of characters, I feel like you would probably know a little bit of your way around the city because I mean you've been here for a couple of months at this point you've probably done a little bit of exploring maybe just a touch I hope I don't know um, tavern sounds real nice a lot of times <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're heading to the tavern right heading to the oh, no. apothecary are you, are you still shopping? then the tavern okay or the lazy cat B3, huh? you take over. <laughs> <laughs> the shortest of the bees. <laughs> yeah. Small bee. Um, I think Lazy Cat was the first one we're going to check out, because that's, like, the easier one to find. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, medium price, so it'll just, it'll be, like, normal. Um, Lazy Cat's, it looks simple from the outside, but it is... It is run by a tabaxi man, and the entire place is almost covered wall to wall in like cat memorabilia and decorations. Oh. To a point where it's maybe a little obnoxious. It's like the uh, crazy cat lady, right? <laughs> yeah. How does it make you feel, Bruce? I'm scared. very <laughs> <laughs> scary. Uh, I, I guess we just like slowly walk up and uh, uh, you have bop, uh, make like a slender motion <laughs> glass oh yes of, of course we do Um, and uh, uh, he uh, points you to Oh, one of the aisles, there's like a wall in the back that's like covered in like cat clocks. Um, there's a <laughs> there's a, a line of shelves over there and there are there's like a display with some glass vials there. Um, so that would run you uh, one copper wait, normal for a vial? Surely that is not wow, correct. That's so much cheaper than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I read it I read it incorrectly because it says one gold piece, but I'm gonna give you a, a break on that and say <laughs> say it's a little cheaper than that. We're gonna go with um I'll switch it up. The cheap cost should be seven silver, but I'm gonna go that for the the normal price. <laughs> Is is uh, seven silver pieces for each one. Wow! Right, thank that's you. a low price. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I could. 
I can uh, get a few of these. Um, I think like 10 is a good starting amount. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that, that would be that, 70 that. silver. For 10. Yeah. Yeah. Math is hard. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, alright, so I'll uh, just kind of set, the, set these on the counter and then take out the, like, a, a bit, some gold and silver for the uh, totaling up to 70 with 3 gold and 40 silver. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and uh, I'll just... Uh, thank you, and I just kind of put them in my bag and just walk out. Okay, and he starts kind of sliding the the cash toward himself and gives you a polite nod as you make your way out. So, you all are headed to one of the taverns. Yeah. But as we're uh, walking there, I look to Bella and or yeah, look to Bella and. Bruce and I whisper, next time we'll cause some havoc. It's just, it, it didn't work out this time, but we got this. Oh no. I kind of want more of an Ed, Ed, and Eddie kind of thing going on here. <laughs> that is the perfect idea. Corrupt the child. Corrupt the child. That's going to be great. <laughs> yep. B squad. The three B's. <laughs> okay, so uh, which tavern are you headed to? Oh. Ask a question I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> Let's go to the bar. The bar. And I do. Wait, what worth for? <laughs> I do have it listed out which ones are medium prices, which ones are expensive uh, on the player guide just outside, right next to the name So, let me let me reel really quick <laughs> There are, there are taverns Grotto. in just the Haven's <laughs> Grotto, cheap prices Alright, okay So, Haven's Grotto I'll just read out the description that I wrote for everybody Simple food, simple beds Simple prices Four walls and a bed. What more do you need? Perfect. Um, it is exceptionally at inadequate in here. It's just enough to be okay. But they serve drinks. That's true. Right. I saw they simple do. foods. I didn't see simple drinks. Well, they do serve drinks. It's like one copper for for a. For a mug of, of ale or whatever. Um, it's it's not that good. It's just kind of there. We'll take it. <laughs> okay. I don't want to speak for the other two. Uh, that's fine All with right. me. <laughs> well, I believe this is a perfect place for us to set up our next scheme. So we're not gonna go to. We'll have it. We'll have it fade to black as we're whispering to each other. 
<laughs> yeah, we pull out a map on the like table <laughs> in the corner of the eyes. room, all drinking. It's <laughs> like punched over. Gruff individual, like... kind of, kind of cowering in the corner, just kind of keeping to themselves. They look over to you. You pull out this map and slam <laughs> it on the table. Punched over. Kind of hushed whispers. Side eye. <laughs> Good. I have that to the look forward to. The layout of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I see a future downtime activity for me right there. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the alcohol's a little strong, so I'm just gonna, like, take one sip. Just kind of, like, almost, just gag a bit, and then just slide it away from me. <laughs> and almost instinctively, <laughs> Broly grabs it and drinks it himself. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think I think that's good. Yeah. Sure. I guess that's a word for it. Sure. I think that's okay. We have to be drunk. <laughs> I think that was adequate. Yeah. Just adequate. <laughs> Am I the only one mm -hmm. left? Uh huh. You want to roll? Yeah, let's, let's roll, roll again. And see who goes next, though. <laughs> Let me see. Let me roll my dice and see what it lands on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> For real, it did. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> well, uh, Ed, what are you doing this fine morning? Well, Editha wakes up and realizes that, well, she made it. She's a part of the group now, so... However, she doesn't know any spells, which is not ideal. So I rush out of bed, get dressed, get ready, and go to the only magic store that I know of in this whole city, which would be, what is the name of it? Oh, that's right. Tent of Truth. I know the place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I rush down to the Tent of Truth, and I need to buy a component pouch and a spurt of mistletoe. Good lord, I just put away my magic item uh, chart. Oh. Hold on. Whoa, you actually know the items. Uh, I have a, a shop chart prepared that I use. Uh, come on. Nope, that's the potion shop. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> I just imagine that in the interim, I'm frantically looking for a spurt of mistletoe in all of the different components that they offer. Um... Okay, so I. Alright, so for the sprig of mistletoe, that's uh, one gold piece. Ooh. Okay. And the component pouch, right? Mm hmm. Okay, it just says pouch on here, so that's what we're gonna go with. Um, the pouch is five silver. Five silver, okay. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. Um, okay. Okay. Short short and sweet. <laughs> okay. Um, hold on a minute. <laughs> Gotta turn this into a heist. Hold on. D&D uh, Beyond is being weird. Man. 
Oh, it's because I set it to. What is it doing? Oh no. Hmm? <laughs> Adjust coin. One gold, five silver. Remove. And then it says unable to make transaction. <laughs> is it oh, I don't. I don't have money? any silver. I don't yeah. have any silver. <laughs> I, I have that. Problem. I forgot to distribute you it. Convert. Wow. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um. Okay. So I'll just give myself one less gold. And then ten silver. Okay. So remove one gold. Add ten silver. Add ten silver so I can remove another gold <laughs> and remove five silver. Oh, I should have just gotten okay. all the okay, stuff Okay, then. Yeah, we're we're sorted now. <laughs> okay, and then I rush back to my little room on campus. Um, and I pull out all my books that have all my notes on the spells that I want to learn. And I sit down. And I've been working on them for the past week or so trying to get them to work, trying to memorize them to the point where I know them. And I'm gonna just study until time to leave. <laughs> until 2 p.m. Yeah, I'm just gonna study. Okay, great. Everyone's out like I, I haven't, I haven't quite <laughs> dialed them in yet and I need to know these spells before we go on our next mission. It is so important. I have to know these. Okay. <laughs> so she just frantically studies for the next hours. <laughs> Everybody's drinking or having sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, Irma's not drinking. And and Irma and Ed are doing research. Great. I'm being responsible. I'm drinking water. <laughs> you're the you're the um, sober driver, whatever they're called. <laughs> Designated driver. driver. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, and the other two are party bros. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just like to imagine, like, Bruce just smashing, like, a can on his head and, like, ah! I have, like, a collection of them on my horns. Oh. I have, like, five of them, like, right? Oh, smashed into it. You got, like, wind chimes. <laughs> That's what the metal of your horns is made out of. Just tin cans. cans. Yeah. Right. I recycle. <laughs> Well, that's it for me. She's just gonna study until... <clears throat> Alright. So, unless anybody has any last-minute things before we move on, we'll move on and do orientation. I imagine that I, I saw the, the rest of the crew Broly and Bruce in there at one point because we were in there about the same time but I just did not pay attention to them at all because I I needed to get my components and I needed to leave as quickly as possible. They're probably in there. I didn't even They're say hi. They're probably in there for like maybe a minute before like looking confused and leaving. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> Your mornings into late afternoon come to a close as it comes around time to head over to the campus for orientation. Uh, and just to make a note here, all of you were asked to carry the cloak that you got with you. Don't wear it, just carry it with you. That will become relevant later on. Um, so, um... <clears throat> 
the the entrance to the campus is kind of a uh, it's an administrative building um, where they take in admissions and then statements from people um, and you've all kind of been called there to wait um, and as you're kind of sitting I guess all arriving um, into kind of a, a little like waiting area kind of place um, <laughs> uh, one of the doors opens um, and a person walks through this is a uh, heron gone a, a rabbit person uh, stands around five feet tall. She's this kind of ruddy-looking red-brown fur, a pair of short ears poking out the top of her head. Her eyes are a deep green color. She wears some fairly simple clothing, a pair of baggy black trousers with cuffs that hug her ankles, along with a blue tunic, and a pair of simple boots that have been tailored to her feet. Um, and around her shoulders, she wears the cloak of the white court, similar to the one Curia Protus was wearing the day before, with the uh, emblem embroidered on the right side. Um, and she kind of searches the room for a second and lands on this circus of individuals sitting here. Um, <laughs> ah, you must be the... Uh, New recruits, I suppose, uh, that I will be showing around the campus today. Uh, good afternoon. My name is Virgo Calvis. Uh, I will be you leading you through orientation today, and uh, for lack of a better term, I will be your commanding officer while you are working with the order. I'll be who you come to for uh, debriefings, mission assignments, and uh, anything that you need from the order while you're here and um, she kind of walks uh, a little closer to where you're sitting and ushers you to follow her and leads you into a, a, a room with like a table in the center kind of a conference room kind of area um, <clears throat> now uh, before we get to the tour I'll go over some uh, basic information, some things that you need to know going forward. So, uh, each of you are considered pawns, that is your rank here in the Order, and because of that you will not be working with one specific aspect of our work here, you'll be working in, in multiple facets of our duties. Uh, you'll be working between the the black and white courts will be doing jobs for both of them. Uh, and uh, as a note, uh, just so that you have a, a bit of exposure to both sides, uh, you will have a year before you are able to put in a request to move up a rank uh, to join a specific court. So that is something to note for all of you. Uh, but it is uh, perfectly acceptable to continue being a pawn for the entire time you're here. Many people do that for years before they move. Some people never do. So, there you go. Now, uh, another little disclaimer on that note. Um, we work to compile information about the strange and unexpected here, things that have been happening on this continent for nearly 40 years at this point. 
and uh, we do this in uh, some ways that are maybe not so legal, per se, uh, and this is something you need to be prepared for during your missions. There is a chance you could be working with people from uh, the criminal underground while you are here. Uh, you could be working with uh, the governor of a city or the member of an underground theft ring. It really depends on the mission. And um, that's just to prepare you. I know some people in my position do not give this warning for whatever reason, and some people do not like working with criminal organizations. Uh, so that is a, just to make sure everyone is on the same page. Um, now, uh, moving on. I see all of you have uh, brought the cloak that you were given. Um, so, if you all go ahead and uh, put those on for me. And uh, she waits as all of you kind of scramble to like unfold it and tie it uh, over your shoulders. So, uh, because you are working between both the black and white courts, your cloak is gray to kind of, it's a visual metaphor for that. Um, but because the black court does not exist to the public eye, there's not really a good reason for us to have a gray cloak out in public. So uh, when you are doing a mission with a specific court, you will change the color of your cloak to fit the mission. And she demonstrates this. She goes and taps um, her finger on the emblem on her cloak and it goes from white to black and then she taps it again and it goes from black to gray taps it one more time goes back to white um, so if you're working with uh, members of the black court you will change the cloak to black if you are working with members of the white court change the cloak to white and uh, change it in between depending on the kind of mission that you're doing uh, so with that out of the way I think it's time for the fun part, uh, a tour of the campus. Now, uh, you've all been uh, to a couple of buildings um, at this point, uh, but now it's time for a full overview of uh, the campus. So I don't want to do that voice the entire time <laughs> that I'm giving you an overview of the campus. Uh, so I'm just going to give you a basic summary and I'll go ahead and uh, give you this map it's nothing special so it's whatever but that is just so y'all have kind of a, a basic understanding of what this place looks like what the layout is i love the fact that you decided to make that accent for for that person and they're supposed to be our liaison for all of our missions oh it's gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you said that i was like oh okay uh, what was their name? See again? how much. See how much they. Virgo look. Calvis. Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and type their. Is that with an name. I or an E? Uh, with an I. Except after C. I'll go ahead Virgo and copy and paste. Campus. The name. Calvis, Calvis please. Calvis. I thought it was campus. <laughs> That's campus. I heard campus. Virgo <laughs> campus. <laughs> okay. So I'll go ahead and give a kind of a general overview of, of what the campus has to offer. So um, the campus includes a, a number of different buildings. On the northeast side of the campus is a, a housing block, a free housing block for people who 
want to live on campus. Uh, it's provided for free, so you don't have to pay for anything there. Um, this is especially for people who have traveled long distances who don't want to like rent out a tavern room every week that they're living here or don't want to purchase a house or an apartment um, while they're working. So a lot of people live on campus. Um, there's also on the southwestern side of the campus is the main entrance plaza, which is where you guys were just at. Uh, kind of a, an admissions building for people who wish to join the order. It serves as an office where people come to give statements. It's also an application office for those who want to become a research associate with the order without actually joining. Um, and then the central part of the campus is a large archival building which hosts the libraries of statements and research. Uh, the administrative offices for like supervisors, higher-ups are also in this building. Uh, the building right next to that is a building for research having to do with artifacts, and this place is, is colloquially called the museum. Uh, these two buildings are interconnected, those who work in these buildings work very closely with one another, and um, these two are also among the three buildings on campus that are accessible to the public. Um, other buildings on campus include a mess hall and a training space for members to use for their various training needs, including all of the equipment they would need if applicable. Uh, there's also a building specifically dedicated to planning and research for missions. Um, and this is where any of the war rooms, meeting halls, simulation rooms are located. This is where you did orientation. Uh, this is where you did initiation the day before. Um, and then the Black Quartz operations, she doesn't take you on a full tour of that, like, facility, but it is underground, um, which is, it's inaccessible to the public, it's like under strict lock and key, um, but that's where the Black Court plans all of their jobs and does all of their research and stuff like that. And there we go. There's the layout of the campus. Um, now, uh, <laughs> as she is kind of finishing the tour, she kind of loops back to the planning hall. Um, and uh, she kind of, kind of stops everybody um, as y'all are kind of standing there. Now that the tour is over, uh, we will we're going to uh, go ahead and see about your first assignment with the order. And uh, she leads you all into the, the planning hall to find one of these, one of the war rooms where planning takes place. Uh, and goes ahead and gets you all setting down in, in one of these rooms. And, um,. She kind of takes a second to kind of get some paper shuffled, and she kind of stands in, in front of you, and um, goes ahead and starts briefing you on the, the job. So, early this morning, the order received an uh, emergency communication uh, regarding a situation in the city of Nico, uh, they've been uh, attacked, uh, according to witness reports, by uh, suits of armor 
have been coming into town every few nights in order to drag people away, never to be seen again. Uh, as of the message, there were nine people who have been taken and never returned. Um, and we are going to go there. We will set out tomorrow morning. And we are going to go investigate. Uh, are you coming with us? Uh, yes, just for the first mission. Uh, it'll be the only time I'll do something like this because it's your first outing on a like real-life job instead of a simulation. It's a good idea. It's, it's a standard, at least. Um, but it, I, I'll try not to get in your way or step on your toes. Just that you make sure you don't... Uh, Murder anyone that doesn't need to be murdered. Mm. Alright, so um, we are going to, uh, if this works for everyone, uh, we will meet uh, tomorrow morning at uh, the tram station, the southern docks, and uh, we will ride out there in the morning. Uh, and um, when we are on the the tram ride there I will pass out any information that we need to go over but for now I will uh, leave you all to prepare to go and prepare for the trip um what what sort of money do you... we need for the train fare just so everything's in hand uh I'll be I'll be covering it for for us for this one only of course um but and uh just for clarification it's not a train it's a tram tram okay yeah um i i will leave you all to prepare if there's anything that you need to ask of me if you need anything um i know um some of you here were joined for specific reasons if you need to get anything uh, started with any of that uh, feel free to uh, come to me uh, at any time to uh, ask about that if you need anything and uh, I'll, I'll let you go and go start preparing for my for my own journey and uh, with that she um, kind of starts kind of finishing everything up and starts trying to make her way out of the room, kind of letting you all uh, do what you want um, as a form of preparation for the upcoming journey. Um, if any of you needed to talk to her, I'll go ahead and if you need to, I'll go ahead and let you do that if you want to. Um, Uh, so. Before everyone leaves the planning hall, minus um, our commanding officer, I'll sort of look around at everyone and... Um, so was everyone taking notes when she was telling us what went on and what was happening? Um, what do you guys think? What do you think we should do when we get there? I don't know. Talk to the locals. 
it always seems to be the first thing you're supposed to do. I missed that. She said they were attacked by suits of armor. Very strange. Just gotta look out for walking suits of armor. Shouldn't be that hard. Possibly. Unless someone's behind the scenes controlling them. Well... And then it might be a little more difficult. That's probably likely. I mean... Someone has to animate these suits of armor first, don't they? I'd assume so. I don't think suits of armor can just come to life by themselves. Hmm. We also don't know how many suits of armor we're dealing with. That is a good point. It'll, it'll certainly be an interesting experience, our first mission. I mean, a whole city was attacked. It could be ten or twenty or a hundred. How many had gone missing that we know of? I think they. I think she said nine. Ah, yep. it's just nine one people. suit of armor. One suit of armor stealing away nine. Did all happen in the same night? In... Uh, no. I think it. I think we'll it went to, over. We'll get to I that. I think it went over a few nights mm. at least. Sounds like one suit mm -hmm. of armor. Well, I guess we won't know until we are there. So. Sure, and um, hopefully our, hopefully Virgo will be able to steer us in the right direction so we don't completely fuck this up so well, that was a good team <laughs> meeting everyone uh, <laughs> I suppose we have nothing to do until tomorrow then Nope. Not really. Uh, I realize I should maybe get a barrel. What? That's useful, actually. Why a do you need a barrel? Uh, to, to mix potions in. Uh, you want okay. to use a That's barrel? That's a big potion. <laughs> or just to hold things in, you know? Like, I can get you a backpack. It's just... Do you need a, a bucket? Or... Well, like... In order to hold liquids in, you know, like, cause, uh, I, I can't really store, like, oil in my bag that, like, just floating Didn't around. Didn't buy you know. vials? I'm sorry, all I can, all I can imagine <laughs> is Bella running around with, like, a plastic bucket, <laughs> mixing chemicals in it, like, like she's a kid at the the janitor's <laughs> closet at school. <laughs> you're creating, you're creating just a potion the in there. Wherever we're going, just yeah, <laughs> stir in yeah. the bucket. Oh, I'm doing like, magic. You're like soap. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> Are we talking about a, a big bombs. barrel or a, a small, like little gunpowder barrel? Yeah. How how big of a barrel how are we talking about? Bella? How much of this liquid or oil do you need? Um, I think the cannon height for Bella now is like about five oh. feet. So at least a four-foot barrel. It's as tall as me. 
<laughs> yeah, I can carry that. You can? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I got this bag. Oh, oh yeah, so <laughs> the barrel goes in the bag. Oh, yes. right, the bag of holding. <laughs> the bag of holding, right. Oh. Okay. Other places are cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. We could have used that bag back at the care. <laughs> Why? Huh? Why would you have been able to use that bag back at the... I mean, holding stuff. It holds stuff. It's useful for holding stuff. Uh, is that so hard? Okay. Uh, it's, it's good at what it does. <laughs> I'm confused, but I'm not going to ask any more questions. Why? <laughs> why would you? Why would you need a Karen in particular? We were at the Karen. I mean, sometimes you just have exactly. to hold a lot of things and a little. Just a of lot time. of things. That still doesn't make any sense. No questions. I changed my mind. I don't want to know. I wasn't going to tell <laughs> you, team. <laughs> it's only for. <laughs> The, the, the B-Squad. We got this covered. The B-Squad. So we're already splitting up in the uh, smaller nah, group. This is just the... So when we need to split up, we know we know who's going it, with who. Sure. sure. I mean, sure. The PSF. Okay. B-Squad, everybody... B-Squad <laughs> leads the way. You're on your own. <laughs> mm, I mean... Okay. Or, or the the talls and the smalls. That makes a little bit more sense, actually. Wait, what? <laughs> we can do the talls and the smalls, or the B squad and everyone uh, else. I choose option ah, B. Sounds good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you arranged it perfectly. Oh boy! It was so perfect. Just uh, just uh, leans over to uh, Bruce and gives him a high five. <laughs> uh, oh boy! But the the mission seems like it's going to be a cakewalk. Just find the suit of armor, stop uh, it, task done. Everybody's happy. Uh, I guess fine. Except for maybe the nine people yeah, who are missing. Bonus. <laughs> we'll find them. <laughs> what if they're behind the suit of armor? <laughs> I think we got a mystery on our hand, gang. Well, watched. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Thank no. you. Thank you. You're all night, folks. <laughs> okay. Um, well, right, I I'm going to leave. I have to practice my spells. So. I'll see you all later. Do you do you know where you're staying? Where your rooms uh, are? I'm, I'm sure. You all have rooms here, right? Yes. I'm sure we're all not paying to stay in a tavern for like a the couple months. The housing block seems cozy. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I, I already have a, a room there. I've had one for a while. I just moved in today. 
sure that's what you were doing with all of the other time yeah. that you had. <laughs> I just assumed Adam's been staying there for a while already. Got too expensive to stay in taverns. Well, I think the B squad has some planning to do. Oh. I'm so curious, but I also feel like I, I shouldn't let you know. in on it when the time comes. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Okay. Just, just don't. Yeah, they'll let you know when they get arrested. <laughs> just don't do anything in the middle of a mission. No, is all no, that I no, ask. Of course. <laughs> okay. The queen's objectives Why is the are you first your priority. Your back? Why are you crossing your fingers behind your back? I'm not. <laughs> Puts other hand behind back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's certainly going to be something. Something I don't think I would like to be a part of. So I think I'm going to be heading out now. <laughs> Missing out. <laughs> if you need any help, find a way to get a message to me. Wait a minute. Can you actually message me? Hold on. Hold on. This is, hold on. Though? Player me. Message. Yes, the message cantrip. <laughs> We all know we the do. message cantrip. Well, except for two as, of us. As long as we're within well, one. Actually, no, feet. except for one oh, of yeah. us. Your oh. roll knows message. <laughs> this, yeah. Absolutely one. <laughs> How close? It's uh, 120 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I... But we don't need a point if we know mm. the target. You have any other way to contact me, I guess? Messenger pigeon. Sure. I'll keep an eye out for pigeons. You can just yell up and down the holes for you. There you go. Well, I meant if if he was doing something perhaps ill-advised and getting into Nothing trouble. Nothing like that will be going on. Okay. Oh, I want an insight check. <laughs> just for the hell of it. So, Jacob, make a deception or persuasion, depending on if you're lying or trying or like telling uh, the truth. How do I do that, though? <laughs> Roll a d20. D20. Oh. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Blatantly, oh, I say, uh, Nothing is going on. Squad. Wink, wink. I don't think it matters what your plus is. Well, I rolled a seven, which added up to an eleven. But didn't matter that I rolled low. No, because he rolled lower. So I just, I just nod. Listening at home, that was a nat one in roll (laughs) twenty. I just nod and act like I believe him, and Mm -hmm. I very, very obviously don't. Just, uh, Broly has an uncomfortable smile on his face trying to hold his confidence. <laughs> Good. I wasn't looking at roll 20 when you did that, so all I heard was that little bloop as it rolled, uh, and then everybody started groaning. <laughs> I, uh, nothing changes. Okay. So, uh, what is everybody doing uh, with the rest of their day uh, as they are preparing for the morning's travel? 
I am doing as I said I was going to do. I'm going back to my room. I'm practicing more of my spells, and then, it, and then as it starts to get dark, I'm going to start packing up. Okay. And then go back to studying. Probably too late into the night, but I'm going to do it anyway. Adam is going to go find Virgo. Okay. Ooh. Like right, pretty much like right after the meeting. All right. Um, I'm gonna uh, find them. And uh, so uh, you're the one we talk to about things we might need. Yes. Can I help you with something? Uh, really, like you were saying, you know joined this organization for different reasons, and uh, I'd like to get my reason started. <laughs> uh, she looks oh, She looks at you as you're talking, just nods, mm -hmm. understanding. Alright. Well, uh, we can uh, step into my office, I guess. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and have, a, have a little chat. Once we sit down, Adam's very, like, nervous, like, just touching things, you know? <laughs> just kind of, like, picking up their, like, stapler and just, like, so, <laughs> like, clapping it together, you know? Uh, St fantasy stapler. Yeah, fantasy stapler. I'm <laughs> sure yeah. they have, you know. Sure, yeah. Uh, I, I perhaps made a deal that I would like to get out of. And with the wealth of knowledge and influence your the organization has, uh, I thought they might be able to help. All right. Well, I can go ahead and tell you how that would work going forward. So uh, you do as you're doing right now. Uh, give me the information. I will pass that along to... Uh, our researchers here, and uh, they don't find anything. Uh, we uh, give a, a heads up to those of our members who are out in the field, our archaeologists and other researchers, and uh, they will get back to us if they find anything. Um, so, could you be a, maybe a, a bit more specific about what it is that you are looking for? Uh, and I know a, a deal is involved, but uh, we need as much information as we can. Nothing that will uh, make you uncomfortable, but just enough that we can uh, get to work. Uh, I can't exactly go into details because I'm not exactly sure of the details. That's the problem. But uh, uh, a particular deal with an archfey. You know how those things happen, you know? Made in the spur of the moment, you barely remember it after it's it's done. And, uh, uh, so maybe just uh, make me aware of some research on how to maybe solve that problem. Or... I can certainly uh, uh, put a word in and uh, see if anybody turns anything up. All right. Thank you. Much, much, much obliged. And of course, if you need anything for me, uh, and like Adam like slides their hand like towards them. 
I am, I am, I will oblige happily. Like winks. <laughs> and um, she kind of she, she kind of flushes. <laughs> she flushes and kind of draws her hand back. <laughs> All right, twelve. <laughs> um, uh, you should you should be on your way. Yes, thank you again. Uh, I'll be I'll be kind. And uh, yeah, Adam just goes back up to like the room. And uh, okay. Begins packing things away. Not really ha- doesn't have really have much anyways, but all right. Anybody else? I was laughing during that whole thing because, as you were, as you said, it was like a spur of the moment thing that you barely remember. All I could think was that, of course, Adam would have a one night stand with an archfey and then not remember what happened afterwards. <laughs> That's all that was in my head. I mean, you know? I had a one night stand with an archfey and then didn't remember what exactly was said afterwards. Or what plans were made or what promises were made. (laughs) Anyway. I was muted, but I was definitely laughing. Well, Iramil would be going to, now that he has access to the library, he would go to the library and see if he could find any information, and in particular on Nico and on on the island that it sits on. Okay. Um, I think, honestly, that would probably be pretty easy. There's some, uh, general, like, historical texts uh, that kind of go into detail about the city of Nico and uh, it's a little bit of its history and um, and stuff like that. Um, I, w- I won't make you roll for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, the city of Nico is a kind of an, is one of the older cities um, on the continent. Um, it is on one of the southern islands. Um, that's where it's currently situated. And it is on a, a section of land that remained after the shattering basically drove a ton of land down into the sea. Uh, and it was basically built by the survivors of the shattering. Um, this isn't something that I've, I've touched on in a lot of the world building yet, but there are parts of this world where you can go to like a cliff's edge and there will be just half of a building sitting there and the other half is in the ocean because the shattering happened in locations where there were cities or buildings just there and it would break just pieces of land off when that happened and Nico is like the the remnants of one of these places. People who survived what happened there, who came and built their own place afterwards. So Nico does have some ruins that have been kind of preserved historically um, over the years that are in that location uh, where it's just like half of a half of a, a city that used to exist. Um, and that's uh, and uh, currently, 
It is a, a more of a, a shipping and trading kind of city. It's one of the southern islands, so it's on one of the um, the shipping lanes um, in and out of the, the general area. Um, and I think that's that's about it. <laughs> that's kind of the information that that you glean from this. Okay. Hey. Hey. You'd also want to look for report, if if possible, old report, or see if there's anything noted about, about magical activity in the area, or notable magical persons in the area. Um, nothing specific. Um... I mean, in terms of reports, there are reports that happen multiple times over the entire continent. Like, most places will have more than one, definitely more than one incident that has happened there of, of different degrees of terrible or weird. Uh, so there's not, like, a specific pattern or anything to this. It's just kind of um, more a so, common thing. It's more so to see if there's anything specifically on Nico that's happened before or made, made been made note of before or that deal was in any way with magic. Um, I mean, a few of them, but like I said, it's, it's a pretty common thing for a lot of weird stuff to happen, especially with magic <laughs> in a lot of different places. So this this is one of those places where it's had a, a few different things happen, but nothing that not no two incidences are identical to one another. Okay. And after you finish this free on that probably would uh, inquire if he, or if it would be possible for him to check out a book I uh, yeah um, as long as you don't take it off of the campus you you're fine to uh, take a book and uh, and keep it to uh, do research on excellent research with, rather. And he's going to track down on a book about the Unsealed Court. Uh, okay, so since we're doing something that specific, I'll go ahead and have you roll another investigation. Thirteen? Um, sure. Um... They do have a section kind of dedicated to the Feywild. It's not a very big section, but you do find something there that um, might might help you um, with the information that you are looking for. All right, and he'll take that book back to his room. Um, and start right. start pouring through it. Okay. So, anybody else? Uh, I don't know. Um, 
Well, uh, if no one else is doing anything, um, I, I guess those barrels, that's my task. Okay. I'm just gonna let you know right now, I don't know how much a barrel would cost. Understandable. <laughs> you can find It's a thing that nobody uses because who, who the fuck needs to carry around liquids? That much liquids. Probably just grab a rain barrel off the side of the road. <laughs> oh wait, no, there are barrels in the general oh, wow. store chart that I have. Look at Ooh. that. Uh, so, <laughs> if you want a cheap one, it's one gold. If you want a normal one, it's two. If you want an expensive one, it's three. Quite the number of options. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of the difference between yeah. special, normal, and whatever the other one was. Expensive, normal, and cheap. Splintered. Cheap has holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like contaminated wood. Uh, perfect <laughs> for moonshine. <laughs> Gross. Um... <laughs> 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 Yeah, I guess it's good. It's hard to get like a nice, really cheap barrel and a medium price barrel. So I'll have to find the Fleetfoot market for that. Okay. Or what's the time actually? Breaking the fourth wall. time is it currently in the uh, world? Um, I would say maybe 4.30 somewhere around there. And what time are we supposed to be leaving? In the morning. Uh, in the morning. Oh, okay. Like, kind of early. Yeah, I got time. Yeah. Broly would probably just spend his day uh, going from uh, just on campus, like the mess hall, the training hall, and back to his room. <laughs> really not doing much. Okay. Alright, so... If everybody has uh, kind of figured out what they're doing that afternoon, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, transition to the next morning as all of you are making your way to meet up with Virgo at the tram station. And uh, that is where we're going to end this session. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Roll for Initiation. This episode stars Alyssa as Editha Bellette, DC as Adam, Jay as Bruce Steelhorns, Jacob as Broly, Tyrion as Iramil Hanali, Krista as Bella, 
and Gabrielle as the Dungeon Master. If you're interested in learning more about Roll for Initiation, visit dungeonsanddoodles.weebly.com for more information on the show and its hosts. You can find Roll for Initiation on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Again, thank you so much for listening in. We hope to see you here next time.